Hey guys, this is Ken, and welcome to my podcast. I'm gonna talk about what I learned and what I'm thankful for. I'm gonna talk about the control system of the body. The human body has literally thousands of control systems in it. The most intricate of all these are the genetic control system that operates within all cells, all cells to control intracellular function and also to control all life process, processes. A subject that will be discussed later. <laughs> But many other control systems operate within the organs to control functions of the individual parts of the organ, while others operate throughout the entire body to control the in- interrelationships between the different organs. For instance, the respiratory system, operating association with the nervous system, regulates the contr- concentration of carbon dioxide in extracellular fluid. The liver and the pancreas regulate the concentration of glucose in the extracellular fluid, and the kidneys regulate the concentrations of hydrogen, sodium, potassium, phosphate, and other ions in the extracellular fluid. And examples of control mechanisms are, like regulation of oxygen and carbon dioxide concentrations in extracellular fluid. Since oxygen is one of the major substances required for chemical reactions in the cells, the rates of the chemical reactions to a great extent depends on the concentration of oxygen in extracellular fluid. For this reason, a special control mechanism mainta- maintains an almost exact and constant oxygen concentration in the extracellular fluid. This mechanism depends principally on the chemical characteristics of hemoglobin, which is present in all red blood cells. Hemoglobin combines with oxygen as the blood passes through the lungs, and the tissue ca- 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 capillaries or capillaries. The hemoglobin will not release oxygen into the tissue fluid if too much oxygen is already there. But if the oxygen concentration is too little, sufficient oxygen will be released to re-establish an adequate tissue oxygen concentration. Thus, the regulation of oxygen concentration in the tissue is vested principally in the chemical. Characteristic of hemoglobin itself. This regulation is called oxygen buffering function of hemoglobin. Carbon dioxide concentration in extracellular fluid is regulated in quite a different way. Carbon dioxide is one of the major end products of the oxidative reactions in the cell. If all carbon dioxide from the cell should continue to accumulate in the tissue fluid, the mass function of the carbon dioxide itself would soon halt the energy-giving reactions of the cells. Fortunately, a nervous mechanism controls the expiration of carbon dioxide through the lungs and in this maintains a constant and reasonable concentration of carbon dioxide in the extracellular fluid. That is, a high carbon dioxide concentration excites the respiratory center, causing the person to breathe rapidly and deeply. This increases the rate of expiration of carbon of carbon dioxide, therefore increases removal from the blood and extracellular fluid, and the process continues until the concentration returns normal. Ah, this is what I learned. This is one part of example of control mechanisms, and in next episode I'm going to talk about two other factors. Uh, this is what I learned. I'm thankful that I learned this.